0: Damas y Caballeros,
2: Bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports by Live Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. 32 plus years now, you're inside. Look into the world of combat sports. And yes, the man was correct. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the often-imitated but never duplicated undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airwaves. As I said, 32 plus years now of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Join me. this next hour on sports byline as we talk boxing a little mixed martial arts and of course some pro wrestling as well we're gonna have some fun for the next hour you can join me on the text line that's right text me on 415-275-1613 that's the text line 415-275-1613 You are tuned to Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network. Hey, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the longest-running fight show in history. Ring Talk Live Worldwide will bring you the godfather himself of the media. I'm talking about the boxing media, the man himself, Larry Merchant. In five minutes here on Sports Byline, you can join us on the text line once again, 415-275-1613. The godfather's in the house, of course, Boxy tonight, HBO Latino. The UFC is rocking and rolling tonight as well with, of course, their flyweight champion. i talk about Demetrius Johnson, considered the best fighter pound for pound in the minds of many. Not me, but in the minds of many. So lots of stuff to talk about in the world of combat sports. And, of course, the big upcoming fight, the heavyweight title fight just two weeks away. Klitschko going Joshua. Wow, something's going to rock there. You know it. You are tuning to Sports Byline. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. From the city by the bay, San Francisco, California.
3: Imagine.
4: A store that lets you get anything you wanted. An HD flat screen TV. A high capacity ultra quiet washer and dryer. A complete living room set. And imagine if you didn't need a lick of credit to get it. That store simply believed in you. Imagine if they even delivered it, set it up and serviced it at no additional cost. Well, that store exists. That's Rent-A-Center. Imagine that. No credit needed. Affordable payment plans. Delivery, setup and service included. Imagine new possibilities. At Rent-A-Center. Rental purchase transaction. See store for details.
7: Once more, 800 If you're 65 or older and suffering
5: from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace from doctor-approved medical at little to no cost. Many people are now using our brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and feel relief that they haven't had in years. Don't let your back pain get worse. Call 800-507-1148. Call now and get free shipping plus a free easy-to-use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay, and deductible supply. Promo subject to qualification while supplies. Last.
0: but falling ever further
1: behind him oh no that's what we were worried about he won't get up from that he's at a right hand you're gonna see it again here it comes graham on the attack oh, Look! and he was out before he hit the floor gee
0: that was one hell of a shot now more of ring talk with pedro fernandez Check it. clock says
2: 12 and a half minutes past Are You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We take from the city by the bay to the city of angels. Of Los Angeles, California, Southern California. I bring in the Godfather himself, Larry Merchant. Godfather, how are you this morning, sir?
3: Uh, doing good. Uh, I'm looking through my windows, and what I see are uh, buds on my trees and blue skies. So I'll be out there soon.
2: <laughs> no, no North Korean bombers, huh?
3: <laughs> not yet
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, see, now Listen, I hate to go off subject at the start but you and I can laugh about this to an extent because we've been around a while but this is some serious stuff
3: it could be there could be miscalculations and you know and all this bomb bomb bast and, and threats and so forth and there have been uh, serious wars that have started because of miscalculations. Or, or, and, and for a lot less,
2: okay? Let's switch gears, of course. Boxing hot and heavy. Larry, we are two weeks away from a heavyweight showdown. I think it's it sort of was like today or yesterday versus tomorrow, maybe. I'm talking about Vladimir Klitschko, 64-4. and four. Of course, the only fight he's lost in the last 11 years was a 12-round decision to Tyson Fury, who now has uh, basically... Balloon? Did you see the? Did I send you the picture of him where he's four hundred pounds? Did I send you the
3: picture. Uh, I didn't see that. That's a hundred pounds more than the last time somebody mentioned him to me. It's it, uh, it's sad and and actually tragic. Wait, wait. But between
2: you and I, and I and I tried to get this out of Buster Douglas one time. I sat down and had a heart to heart with Buster Douglas one time, and, and I said to him, How in the Hell, can you gain like a hundred pounds in between fights? I mean, it's like it's like throwing away your tools. I mean, a carpenter wouldn't throw away his his toolbox, his nails, and his hammers and stuff, and go to work and expect to be able to go to work. So why would a fighter throw away his his condition? I just don't get that, Larry. It just blows my mind, especially with my pride. You see, maybe it's because I've got this much pride, but I know there are
3: some there are some fighters who really don't love fighting, which is. And uh, Not just hard in the ring, but it's hard, it can be hard outside of the ring in terms of the, the temptations, in terms of how do you deal with real life uh, between fights, um, can you maintain a respectable life weight at the same time as you're trying to maintain. your career weight and some guys just can't do it they let go um they can't handle uh everything especially when they have some money in the bank.
2: yeah well you know i hung around with roberto duran a lot and you and i both know that he gained some like 60 sometimes 60 pounds between fights would take off 45 60 pounds in a six-week period which which hurt him at times but You know, I I think it's the fact that heavyweights don't have a weight limit to make. And they just feel like, well... I
3: I agree with you. You know, I once had a conversation with Tim Witherspoon about this subject. He says, well, we're heavyweights. And as if that was an excuse. And listen, that's why we have so few great fighters who stay on top for a long time. Those who... Are capable of doing it are rare, and, and not just great athletes and uh, who can, who are tough and strong and talented and so forth, but also can maintain some semblance, some balance of, of discipline, uh, in their lives you know, that enable them to to stay on top. Because if you don't, somebody's going to come along and beat you. Larrys Marks because, you know, just shot me. I in. Mean, very often. Pedro, as you know, the 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 hardest opponent you have in the ring is yourself.
2: You know, I don't. I, you know, I never defended world championships, but I defended Golden Glove championships three years in a row. And I remember the pressure was on me; it was incredible. Each year, it got more. I'm not saying I was relieved when I lost the championship because nobody ever wants to lose a title. Um, but I went four and one in championship fights, but. It, it, the pressure in those last couple of fights, especially, you know, getting old and making weight and things like that. Larry, I, I sort of went through what these, some, these guys went through without taking the punishment. You feel me?
3: Listen, it's a, it, it's a freaky life, a freaky way uh, to make it big, and only a f- few special people uh, can get to the mountaintop and stay there for a while. Before they either fall off of, uh, uh, or get knocked off.
2: Mark out of Denver shot shot us a text here saying that that we're just we're dismissing Tyson Fury's future in the ring. He has a future in the ring as a professional wrestler. Hey, a four hundred pound Tyson Fury being the giant gypsy and stuff like that. That probably would be a good gag in the world of pro wrestling.
3: Uh, no comment.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's just talk about the future. The future appears to be right now. Is looking at Anthony Joshua and, of course, the recently recovered from the injury, um, the young man from uh, from Alabama. Um, anyway, Wilder, wow, deonte uh, Deontay Wilder. Those guys are considered the future right now. And some people, Klitschko thinks that 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 uh, that Joshua might be a little bit better. But you know, I was looking at Joshua's tapes and I studied these guys to an extent before I. I, I go out there and on a plank and say something, but you know he has no footwork, Larry. He's got like he's got horrible footwork for a heavyweight, and and none of these guys have been able to exploit it yet. But you know Klitschko's not not a guy that that can stand in that stands in front of anymore. He's been moving about for a long time, and I think if he gets on his bicycle and works that jab, he can make Mister T- uh, Mister uh, Joshua extend himself in in sort of how can I put this in positions
3: where he could be taken advantage of. Well, that's true. But at his age, his bicycle is more like a tricycle. Um, he doesn't move that much. But, you know, the old saying is that every um, great champion has one more great fight left in him. They do have those kind of guys have a lot of pride. Uh, They will dig deep, and and get into the best condition they can. And the question is whether Joshua has the real stuff. Uh, Klitschko himself told me that he thought Joshua had a better future than Wilder. Um, He had sparred with both of them. uh, And because Joshua, while you're right, he may not have the greatest footwork in the world. A lot of heavyweights haven't. Uh, he's, um, you know, twenty pounds or more stronger. That counts too. Uh, and we'll see if he can get hit by Klitschko and stay in there and uh, long enough to, to to get to Klitschko.
2: Okay. Before we go to the break, um, what's your comment? Yo, know, I interviewed Willie Pep back in 1993, and he was an amazing, amazing interview. He was, just was. I mean, he was rocking and rolling and freestyling this and that. And we're going to do a little profile on Willie Pep coming up. What are your memories of
3: Willie Pep? Well, I have a number of them, but the first is, is that um, he had this series of fights with Sandy Sadler and uh, sadly was a rough tough guy uh, and and he got through all of uh, Pep's footwork and beat him three out of the four fights Um, and I went to see Willie Pep at Madison Square Garden um, when I came out of the army and he got knocked out in the second round and it was turned out that it was a fix. Okay. hmm um, I had met Sandy Sadler while I was in the army in Europe. He was stationed nearby, and I went over there to talk to him. Um, and I did interview uh, at Pep at one point, and and um, you know, and and memor- memorably, he had said, you know, when asked for where all his money went, um, slow horses and fast women.
2: (laughs) Godfather, thank you so much for your time. I hope you and the Godmother have a wonderful weekend. Say hello for me, and we'll talk soon.
3: Same to you, Pedro.
2: The Hall of Famer myself, folks. We are blessed. The great Larry Merchant on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network, iTunes, Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com. Wow, I can keep going, but the bottom line is this is Sports Byline, but hey, you know that.
6: free wireless home security system and start enjoying the peace of mind of security today. Call 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. This offers for new customers only. Termination fees apply. $99 customer installation charge and 36-month monitoring agreement required. All for details. License, terms, and conditions available at secureathome.com. Not too long ago,
0: it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? is really a war against us all but the secret
6: is now out so please get and read the secret war pick up your phone and call right now eight hundred nine three two five five one seven eight hundred nine three two five five one seven eight hundred nine three two five five one seven once again that's eight hundred nine three two fifty five seventeen
3: many of these guys they look great in the gym, but uh, once you get in there and, and, and you're reacting automatically, you're not thinking about what you're doing or you don't have time to think about what you're doing um, and you get hit too, too hard, too cleanly, uh, you're exposed.
0: Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez.
9: Better grab me quick before my knees give way.
0: In
2: 1993, I'm in Minnesota, Florida, Florida, at a place called Graziano's, a hangout up there. It's a bar, it's a restaurant. It's sort of where everybody goes when they go to the International Hall of Fame. And of course, the Hall of Fame, we put the second Saturday of each year uh, in June. Anyway, so... I'm kicking back there, and there's this guy at the end of the bar, and he's not drinking, but he's a life of the party, okay? And I was with Alexis Arguello, and this is back when Alexis was really quiet. I don't know if he was on meds or whatever, but he, he was really laid back, and he wasn't saying too much. And, and anyway, but the bottom line is, Willie Pep was this guy's name. And, and I realized who it was, Willie Pep, the great Willie Pep, of course, the guy that won around one time when without throwing a punch, without landing a punch, actually won around. They call him Will of The Wisp, of course. 229 wins, 11 losses, and one draw with uh, 65 KOs. He was, in a, he was an, an accomplished young man. Anyway, the bottom line is without further ado, here's a deep, hard look at Willie Pep by Willie Pep himself.
1: In this corner, Willie Pep. Spaghetti and meatballs killed more Italians than all the wars. I lived through 241 professional fights,
0: 241 professional plus 65 amateurs, that's an awful lot of fights, and I'm all right now until I hear a bell, don't ring (laughs) 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 anything.
4: Willie's friend, Benny Donato.
1: There's an old joke that he's been married six times, you know, if his horses were as fast as his woman, he'd be a millionaire today, but he hasn't got dime one.
4: (laughs) Boxing historian, Bert Sugar. He will tell you he has a refrigerator, a car, and a wife, and they're all working.
6: Trainer, Angelo Dundee. He said, geez, my whole career I had bad hands. I couldn't understand it. He said, but then I realized the referee kept stepping on him. Sparring partner and friend,
4: Billy Kearns. He say, look at that Billy Kearns. Look what I did for him. I made him good looking. I wore out six pair of gloves on his face. Look at him. Vinny Donato.
1: He tells a story about uh, his wife. He says they're all good housekeepers. After the divorce, they all kept the houses.
4: <laughs> Willie's son, Billy Papaleo.
1: So one time in the corner, a guy's saying, I want to fight Willie Pep. Damn it, I want to fight Willie Pep. And the trainer says, how many times do I have to tell you? You are Willie Pep.
3: <laughs>
1: Born
4: 1922, raised in an unheated flat. His manager later renamed him. But his father, a Papa Leo from Sicily, called him Guillermo. It was on the streets of Hartford that the small boy discovered his grit, shining shoes and standing up to bullies, Vinnie Donato.
1: One day, he gets to the corner, and this other kid was there. So is this? I've been here for, going on two years now, this is my corner. So the kid takes off, he comes back with this big, tall, black kid. And he pushed Willie on. So he gave him a shot, and he really hit him right in the chest. He knocked his window. out. So Willie went down, and the kid started walking away. Which was just, wait a minute, we're not through yet. He says, give me a chance to get my breath. So he got his breath and proceeded to get the guy a and haircut. And he got his corner back. And from then on, nobody else took his corner.
4: His youth he spent in the gym, losing just three of 70 fights as an amateur. A legend accounted for one of those defeats,
1: Billy Papaleo. They were in Norwich, Connecticut, and a carload of kids come up from Harlem. So as the, as the evening wore on, there was two guys left in the dressing room. So Willie asked his his corner guy, who's that guy fighting? He says, Willie, he's fighting you. He's fighting me. The guy was down there six foot tall. Willie at the time weighed 105 pounds. I think the other guy weighed almost 130. So they said, well, Willie, if he was any good, he wouldn't be fighting you. Turns out to be Sugar Ray Robinson. And Ray made a crack to my grandfather after the fight. He says, uh, keep an eye on your boy. He's going to go places. Who would have ever thought? both of them went places
4: highly skilled Pep was also well schooled in cheap tricks by manager Lou and trainer Bill Gore who advocated a butt in a clinch and a foot on the toes in 1942 age 20 he won the featherweight title his record already 55-0 Pep beat the best of his day and he became known as the will of the wisp the words of writer Anthony Marenghi it was poetry and rhythm Dancing and boxing pups.
1: His artistry had challenged vision. He was unbelievable.
4: Boxing historian, Hank Kaplan. He had the most educated feet. He could parry punches.
0: He could spin fighters away from him. He could bob and weave. He could slip punches. He had phenomenal
1: speed. Billy Papaleo. Like some of the old-time trainers used to say, you couldn't hit him in the ass with a handful of rice. (laughs) He was quick. There wasn't anything that Willie Pep couldn't
4: do. And Pep was at the peak of his powers, fighting Jackie Graves in 1946, Burt Sugar. Before the fight, Pep had told all the ringside writers, watch me in the third round. I'm going to win the round, and I'm not going to throw a punch. And guess what? He'd move in, he'd fake a punch, he'd grab him, he'd spin him. He'd move out. He'd begin a punch, he'd pull it back. He'd block a punch, he'd move under. And on two of the three scorecards, without having thrown a punch in the round, he won the round. But just six months after that masterful performance, his record in astonishing 110 victories with one defeat, Pep nearly lost his life. It was January 8, 1947. Luviscusi's wife, Nellie.
3: Willie had been to Florida, and he was on his way back. And they ran into a snowstorm in Jersey. And uh, the plane went down, and at the time, Willie was asleep. And uh, there was a number heard.
4: Three died. 18 were injured. Billy Papaleo.
1: So when the rescue workers were uh, taking people out of the plane, they happened to notice. One was Willie. So a guy says to his partner, that's Willie Pep, he's the champ. And the other guy says, well, it looks like he'll never fight again. And those words cut through him like a knife. But five months from the day of the accident, he was back in the ring and fighting. And there were doctors at ringside shaking their head. They didn't believe it. And he passed up a $500,000 settlement in order to fight again
4: he had been placed in a body cast and the insurance policy would have paid up if the plane crash had resulted in the loss of his livelihood but Pep would box another 19 years another 131 bouts including four legendary encounters four street fights with Sandy Sadler in their first meeting Pep was dropped for the first time and finally knocked out in the fourth round some said he was finished three months later February 1949, 15 vicious rounds, but he took back the featherweight title. Sadler won the next two, but Pep's courage was already burnished in many minds. Burt sugar. It was outside of maybe Ben Hogan, the most unbelievable comeback from injury in the history of sports. Retiring in 1966, after a 26-year career, he had 230 victories. The most in boxing history
2: went sixty-two and zero before losing a fight at Kid 9 He was a bad dude. I mean, when I, you know, when I sat down with him in, in nineteen ninety-three, he was just. It was like 20, it was like 20 minutes. And I spent down there for 20 minutes. We talked about his life, talked about his father and his mother and, you know, what an influence they were on him. And, this and, this. and he was really into his Italian heritage and the spaghetti and the meatballs. Believe it or not, that's what he had when I was there, spaghetti and meatballs, as far as dinner was concerned. So it was a very, a very paisano type of event. There's no doubt about it. And of course, the place is Graziano's. If you ever get a chance go to the International Boxing Hall of Fame. It's open 365 days a year, but of course, their big events are on the second weekend of each June, where they have, of course, a grand marshal and they have a, a parade through town and then they have the, the Holland, Hall of Fame induction ceremonies, and things like that. So we'll get to the class of 2017 in the coming weeks, but if you ever get a chance, Canada, Minnesota, to New York, second week of June, uh, it's a great, great, it's a great place to go. If you're a boxing fan, it's a fantastic place to be. Sort of like boxing heaven. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. We're going to shift gears, talk mixed martial arts because the UFC is on the plate. Next up here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. On the other side of the break, I'll read a couple of texts, but you can add it to the text line if you like here. 415-275-1613. That's 415 275 1613. That's our text line. We're taking text. We're talking mixed martial arts. USC, Demetrius Johnson. Am I excited? Eh, you'll find out after the break. You're tuned to Sports Byline. Nunes'
0: hands are down, and she's walking around. down.
5: Listen closely. You don't have to live with knee pain. You heard right. If you're 65 or older and suffering from knee pain, you may qualify for an advanced pain-relieving brace at little to no cost to you. Doctor-approved medical, America's trusted resource for knee braces, will work with Medicare or insurance benefits to see if you qualify for these knee braces. Many people are now using our knee brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief they haven't felt in years. The only way to see if you qualify is to call us. 800 816 One of our friendly experts will handle all paperwork and have it delivered for free. Don't let your knee pain turn into something worse. Find out now about these advanced knee braces now covered by Medicare or insurance benefits. Call now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer. 800-816-0365. 800-816-0365. 800-816-0365. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copy and deductible supply promise subject
6: to qualification while supplies last. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. That's 800-405-2561.
9: Shogun absolutely decimating Quentin Rampage Jackson in this, the first round. The youngest competitor is really taking it to
0: the pride veteran. This is not good. Yeah, this is the end of the fight. Oh. Mauricio Shogun has Man. just electrified the crowd. Shogun's for real and he has arrived. Yeah, he's a threat. He's crazy. He's off the hub. Now, more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. If I can't teach you one way, I'll teach you another. But I'm going to get the job done.
7: Darkness darkest of night with the moon shining bright There's a step going strong, a lot of things going on The man of the hour has an air of great power The dudes have ended him for so long Oh, super flat
2: <laughs> When I was knocking people stiff, my mother told me It's not bragging when you're telling the truth, son. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Five Worldwide. Of course, we are each and every Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific time for an hour on many of these uh, same affiliates you're listening to right now. Of course, you listen via the Internet, via your radio, all kinds of different ways. Your phone. Wow. We got it going on sportsbyline.com. We're at iHeartRadio.com slash talk. I mean, we can go on and on. But I'll tell you this. I'm glad that you're here because the UFC is rocking and rolling. But there's other MMA going besides the UFC. Of course, there's the Bellator MMA, and we'll get to that in just a bit. But UFC, rocking and rolling, not really. Last week's UFC event, of course, Daniel Cormier and Rumble Johnson. Uh, I mean, Daniel Cormier, uh, you know, had some adversity there, had his nose broken, his nose rearranged on his face by Rumble Johnson. But Rumble came to wrestle, and it's sort of like trying to hook with a hooker. You don't do it. I did it once with a guy named Dave Garcia. He beat me to the punch, and I was looking up at him. That's just the way it is. You don't hook with a hooker. I remember my trainer, Chris Gomez, saying to me, Pete, Pete, jab, 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 lots of straight right hands, maybe a right-land lead here and there, but don't hook with this dude. Don't get close enough to hook with him. I got close enough to hook with him, and the hook beat mine to the bunch. Don't hook with a hooker, but guess what? rumble johnson wrestled with a wrestler which is insane it's insane it's crazy because cormier is a like four or five time u.s wrestling champion as an amateur and of course he's the coach of the former usc heavyweight champion the wrestling coach of of uh of cain velasquez he's considered the best wrestler pound for pound in, in those divisions i mean a light heavier to heavyweight division as far as a pure wrestler is concerned he's the guy so why would you want to wrestle him i don't get it it's sort of like Marvin Hagler trying to outbox Ray Leonard as far as speed was concerned back in 1987. It just doesn't make sense. It's a mental block. And afterwards, Rumble Johnson retired. Well, you're a head case, buddy. Good luck in your future endeavors. But I'll tell you, you had the fight. There was there to win, but you blew it. You had his nose broken. You had the man hurt. And you had him rocking and rolling. But guess what? Still the light heavyweight champion. Well, then Asterix, after the fight, after USC, two, of course, talk about uh, Daniel Cormier. His next fight, of course, will be John Jones, of course. We don't know exactly when that will take place, but they're looking at maybe International Fight Week if they can get John Jones cleared in time. Of course, he'll be cleared as far as the suspensions are concerned. Of course, he's being suspended for, uh, no, not not testosterone this time, Um, estrogen blockers. That's right. He had an estrogen blocker. In other words, he was blocking a female hormone in his body. Why would there be a female hormone in his body if he wasn't using type of some type of hormones to cheat? Well, there wouldn't be. Anyway, the big upset on the card. Well, not really a big upset. I called it here, although I was leaning towards Weidman and Zach attack, and I both leaned towards Weidman for Zach Young being the co-host of No Holds Barred Sundays at 5 p.m. Pacific time here on uh, Sports Byline. But Chris Weidman getting drilled by Gagar Masassi, I mean, man. I mean, ee, it was ugly. Uh, Weidman was down on down on all fours and Basically, you can't knee a guy when he's on all four. He's got his hands down on the canvas. So Musashi just lifted him off the canvas and kneed him a couple of times. The referee jumped in and said those were illegal. Then a few minutes later, the referee says, no, they were illegal. They were illegal. Uh, the referee didn't know what he was doing. He sort of gasped a little bit here. That's why they should have instant replay in all events, all sporting events. Let's bring sports into the 21st century. We have instant replay from many for many different levels. At least the NFL's got hit, and they're using it. But the UFC could have used it last week in New York, no doubt about that Buffalo New York was a venue and of course Chris Weidman big out of that part of the country but he got hammered for the third fight in a row I mean he was doing well in the first round but you know I looked at Chris Weidman and he was a guy that you know, that, that Pedro picked to beat Mark Munoz, the Filipino record machine, about three and a half years ago, and nobody knew who Chris Weidman was. But <clears throat> I looked at his pedigree, this wrestling pedigree. I said he had never been taken off his feet, you know. And Mark Munoz, his his wrestling wasn't his greatest forte. So out of 30, like 31 press guys, I was the only guy that pricked Weidman down there at the at the uh, San Jose Arena. So afterwards, people were asking me why. And I said, you just look at a guy, you know, some, in some undefeated guys, you just go with until they're beaten, and Weidman just had that look on him that he was undefeated, that he had an aura about him. He was just there. He was clicking. But that click, of course, brought him the world middleweight championship when he knocked out Anderson Silva with boxing 101. Of course, in the rematch, he broke Anderson Silva's leg with a knee check that was pretty ugly. And of course, went on and defended the title a couple, a couple of times, but he lost. He lost to Luke Rockhold then he lost to to uh, Yoel Romero. And when they put him in a fight with Joel Romero after losing to Rockhold. That was sort of like a suicide fight. You know, in wrestling, we have <clears> – <throat> or we used to have death matches. And used to call them death matches. Anything goes, brass, knuckles, you know, all that kind of good stuff. Pat Patterson, Ray Stevens, the Sheik, all those old-timer guys, even Hulk Hogan before he turned square. But it, it, it was entertainment. And, and entertainment's important. This is important. There's no doubt about it. But with Chris Weidman, maybe that's where he's headed, the world of professional wrestling. The reason why I say that is he's punchy. I mean – his face was bloated, it doesn't look like his body's accepting the weight one hundred and eighty five pounds as easy anymore. he just looked bloated he looked he just didn't look like Chris Wyman. he not the kid that I interviewed three years ago, and he's not the man, of course, that I interviewed three years ago. when you take a licking and they throw you in death match after death match, and yeah, it was a death match after deathmatch. death match because <clears throat> masassi is is a deadly guy he's on a hell of a roll. he hadn't lost. I think he lost to Uriah Hall and he came back in he eventually had lost. So hadn't lost in a long time. This was not the guy to put Chris Wybin in the octagon with to, for an octagon, you know, for a, uh, a, a confidence builder. You've got to build these guys confidence up after you get them beat. After you get them beat down, I mean, because <clears throat> in the UFC, the beatings are like, you know, well, he barely, you usually get your ass whooped. Okay, I mean convincingly. This is no i mean, punctuation mark type of ass whoopers, that kind of stuff. So, you know, there are things that that leave that leave their they leave their mark, and then when they leave their mark on an athlete, you know, you need something to refresh your 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 mojo to get yourself going again. I know that I remember a couple of times, and I lost non-title fights in between in between championship events, as far as the Golden Gloves were concerned. And, you know, it wasn't a big thing, but I lost. It wasn't happy. It wasn't It wasn't too good about it. But I tell you, um, I never had a death match. And the reason why I didn't have a death match is I guess because I was able to box a little bit. But <clears throat> death matches are to be avoided. They're not good for your health. I mean, look at these guys that are all punch drunk. And you see it now in guys that are in the world of mixed martial arts. It's happening. Now, am I trying to say that why is suffering from pugilist dementia already? No, but I'm saying he's fallen far from the from – the, uh, Position he once held as a world middleweight champion. Chris Weidman, a loser last week at TKO, knees three minutes and 13 seconds in round number two. It was uh, controversial, but only because Weidman was put in another death match. He shouldn't have been put there. Pearl Gonzalez was on the card. She was disqualified early on by the New York State Athletic Commission because. She had breast implants. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah, fake tits don't work. Anyway, the bottom line is the New York City Athletic Commission did clear her afterwards. Of course, there's been other girls that have had breast implants in the past, both in MMA, professional wrestling, and of course, uh, professional boxing. And the professional wrestler I remember having breast implants, one of them popped. The late China. Not like Donald Trump's China. No, the late China. She was a hell of a character. Anyway, Cynthia Arcavello beat her on a rear naked choke in the third round. So those are some of the big names on that card. It wasn't really a, a stunning card, a stellar card. It wasn't something that you wanted to go out there and pay 65 or 70 bucks for. Okay? You just didn't want to. I mean, even if you invited the guys over to the house and had three guys over, it was 20 bucks each. <clears throat> I don't know if it was worth the twenty bucks. Maybe watching Weidman get wiped out, but outside of that, the card sucked. Demetrius Johnson tonight, of course, the Venzi World. Flyweight championships, 125 pounds against Wilson Race. Race can fight, there's no doubt about it. But Demetrius Johnson being heralded as the best fighter, pound for pound, in all of mixed martial arts. I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, you know, he's got a great record. There's just no doubt about it. Was he like uh, 26 and 4? I mean, he's no no doubt about it. an amazing, amazing athlete. But... He doesn't excite me, and I don't know why he doesn't excite me, but I try to watch his fights. I just don't get off on him that much. Maybe I don't appreciate him because he's small, but there's some type of bias going on there. This is on Fox night, USC on Fox. Don't forget, 8 p.m. Eastern time, 5 o'clock Pacific time. Check your TV guide, of course. Demetrius Johnson, Wilson Race, that five-round championship fight. That is the main event, five five five-minute rounds. Also on the card... Rose Namanua, Namahunas is going to take on Michelle Watterson. Both these chicks can fight at 115. Middleweight batter uh, bat on the card run. Ronaldo Souza and Roberto Whitaker. Straight up, pretty good card, but it's free. And it's on Fox. That's right. UFC on Fox. The early part is on Fox Sport. Is on Fight Pass, but then it goes to the main network. Not the Fox Sports Network and that kind of stuff. The big network. I'm talking about Fox, period. And it's going to be a good event tonight, of course. I think they'll draw some good numbers. And, you know, And they can't put superstars after superstars on these free events that's not the idea the idea of these free events is to give you a taste and make you want to buy the pay-per-view now i don't know if the mark uh uh, if Mr. Demetrius Johnson will put up an event of effort tonight that's going to want to convince you to buy this type of fight on pay-per-view. I just don't know. I think that Flyways, even though he's got these exciting highlight reel endings, this and that, for some reason, he just doesn't get over it. Is it the fact that he can't talk or he's not a good mic man? He's not a bad mic man. I just don't know. But Demetrius Johnson hurting as far as his... Uh, public appeals is concerned. Now, the card that I'm really pumped about, I am super, super pumped about this. And why am I pumped about it? Because Jose Aldo is back, baby. I'm talking about Scarface. UFC 212, June the 3rd, 2017, down in Rio de Janeiro. Scarface is coming home. He's defending the World Featherweight Championship against the interim champion. I'm talking about Max Holloway. Something's got to give her. Both these guys can roll. Of course, Aldo lost only one fight before losing to Conor McGregor. And of course, that fight was a Fighting 155 pounds. He had never lost 145 pounds before. But his opponent is no schmo. He's 17 and 3, okay? 17 and 3. He is the real deal. There's no doubt about it. But something's got to give. What's going to happen here? I think, of course, Aldo's going to be successful in his homecoming. Seven, three, 17 and 3 records, expressive in the world of mixed martial arts, no doubt about that. He's on a hell of a run Is Max Holloway, of course, the interim champion as I speak. But when you look at Aldo, 28 fights in all 26 wins 14 by knockout 2 by submission 10 by decision of course the losses he uh he suffered that one submission loss to that karate guy about eight or ten years ago and of course the knockout in the blink of an eye in 12 seconds to none other than conor mcgregor and speaking of conor mcgregor the fight inches closer conor mcgregor and floyd mayweather you know it's going to be a hell of an event i mean People are talking about it. And so, if people are talking about it, that's a good thing as far as MMA is concerned. And of course, they're talking about this hybrid card. What I mean by hybrid card is you've got like boxers versus um, uh, MMA guys, it's like you know David Hay taking on maybe uh, Jimmy Manua. Jimmy Manua, of course, he numbered two rank, actually, the number one rank light heavyweight in the world as far as contenders are concerned, if you rule out John Jones. OK, if you do realize John Jones, of course, John Jones is coming back from that suspension. But Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather, man, these guys are really, really going to do it. I consider them, how can I put this, the big event of the year. I'm not going to say it's the biggest fight of the year. It's going to be a big event. Whether it turns out to be a fight or not, well, that remains to be seen. But if you want to pluck down some money, eh, I hate putting money in Floyd Mayweather's pocket. But to watch him possibly get licked by Conor McGregor, I'm going to spend the money. What about you? Open phone lines around the world, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. I got a couple of texts I'll read in the last segment tonight before we go to the sign off here. Of course, this is Ring Talk Live worldwide until the top of the hour, each and every Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. This is a Saturday show, one hour. The Sunday show, two hours, an hour of boxing and an hour of mixed martial arts. Both start at 11 a.m. Pacific time right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 32 plus years now. Your undisputed heavyweight champion of the world brings you an unbiased look in the world of combat sports. My name is Pedro Fernandez, but hey, you know that this is Sports Byline. we have to fight. Even if we know we're going to lose, we still have to fight. I don't know why. Why can't you just say, hey, listen, you won. I don't want to do this. But even though we got to lose, we know we're going to get (laughs) the kicked out of us. But we got to fight this guy like we're going to kick his ass like we're a bully.
6: That's 800-296-0906. Nobody really needs or wants home security until it's too late. $50 free wireless home security system and start enjoying the peace of mind of security today. Call 800 587 4281. 800 587 4281. 800 587 4281. This offer is for new customers only. Termination fees apply. $99 customer installation charge and 36 month monitoring agreement required. All for details. License terms and conditions available at secureathome.com.
0: Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez.
2: GSP, George St. Pierre, of course, the iconic fighter from the uh, from north of the border. Canada, of course, the former world champion, 170 pounds, says he can drop to 155 to fight Conor McGregor. Of course, first up, he's got... Michael Bisping, for the World Middleweight Championship, 185 pounds, looks like this fight's going to take place in September. Dana White is pushing for July, as I said earlier in the show, but St. Pierre quoted this morning in Russia on RT television. I don't know what he was doing over there, but St. Pierre, now 25-2, and quote, doesn't foresee that happening, claiming his recent withdrawal from USADA testing pool means the fight likely won't happen until September. So they won in July. He said he pulled out of it. What does that mean, that GSP's cheating? I mean, is that some type of a mission of cheating or something? That's kind of weird, isn't it? You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast, and we're hours away, hours away, of course, USC on Fox. That's going to rock and roll tonight. HBO Latinos going tonight as well. So Combat Sports is hot and happening tonight on the television to you check your local guys. Don't forget, Ring Talk Live Worldwide airs twice with these, Saturdays and Sundays at 11 a.m. Pacific time right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. The Saturday show is an hour. The Sunday show is two hours. But then again, we come back with a with two other shows as well. There's a guy named Johnny Taco. You might want to check him out. Johnny Taco and his All-Stars hook things up at 10 p.m. Pacific time each and every Saturday night right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This guy's a little off the wall, so even I find him funny. Check him out. Johnny Taco and his All-Stars tonight, 10 p.m. Saturdays on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Until next time, keep your hands up, keep your chin out. Most importantly, don't forget, you're tuned to Sports Byline.